0: Welcome to Design Huddle Podcast, where two internet friends break down what's new in tech
1: and design. Each week, we talk about what's trending in tech, have some hilarious candid interviews with creative professionals, and drop some knowledge on you so you can stay ahead of the pending robot apocalypse.
0: Now let's get into this week's topic.
1: Concept. so this is obviously coming from the move 2020 the year of work from home it'll probably be you know the new normal for a while now but um i'll give you everyone in the intro the folks at Nissan have apparently lost their damn minds <laughs> in writing this so just it obviously takes a strong stance so before we form our own opinions let's just like dive in a little bit Japanese automaker has released concept designs for the mobile office van that allows work from home cohorts to retreat into nature and still clock in their hours. Uh, <laughs> we'll pass. The gist of it is that Nissan's <laughs> VH300 vans then stick a desk modular in the back, drive somewhere remote. So, as long as you get Wi Fi and cell service, you can simply work out of the back of your van. Before we get into the details and any other features this car has, I need your gut reaction, Brendan. What do you think?
0: I don't know. This is like... First off, you would not catch me in a mobile in a mobile mobile unless it's the Batmobile to begin with. I don't know about you guys in the chat. We would love to know, like, just from this picture alone. Isn't Nissan a mobile phone developer, too? Or is there... Are... <laughs> Or maybe I'm just I'm just so out so outdated no, they with my do. knowledge. They do.
1: They're it's a that's a that's a they're a car manufa- Japanese car manufacturer.
0: Wow. Okay. So, yeah, but they definitely have I think they have lost a little something.
1: Yeah, you know what I was thinking when I first saw this? Um, what? Any good action movie where you're like on a sting operation and you have like the FBI in the back of a van and they're kinda of surveillancing a house. It's like a small version of that, where it's like one person from the FBI can sit in the back of the van and work. So, <laughs>
0: yeah. They're like, you know what, it's already a thing, let's just make it extrude now.
1: Yeah, so it's like, I immediately thought, like, stake out, I also thought this is like a little too gimmicky for me. Um, you know, it's, it's cool, but like, if you have this much disposable income, like, buy a studio, or like, rent a studio, and... Get a small, like, cool office space with a cool view that's close to where you live. I like the idea of being mobile and in nature, but if you're if you're you know, you know, trying to do any productive work, uh, it's going to be tough with a weak Wi-Fi connection or using your you know, smartphone connection if you're deep in the wilderness. Hi. So That's my initial reaction. I think there's some other photos down here, so let me move in down here. You can see this this one. Um, it also has a, an umbrella that extends from the roof, so if you want to just chill on the roof of your car, you've been looking at the screen too long, you can climb up to the roof, lay on a lounge chair under an umbrella, you know, maybe make yourself a pina colada and just, like, soak in the views. So, I mean...
0: <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, there's, there's a couple people that are bringing up a really good point. They're like, first off, I have snacks and drinks at home from JT. And there's a couple other people like, what is the price point on this? We're really, we're really curious. I know, this
1: is like our new thing on design hubble. We just show these like unreal futuristic products, but then we like never get the price points. I'm sure the price will come. I don't know. <laughs> I think the most expensive part of it is the ability for the car to extend out. Like to be able to support that amount of weight. Like there's definitely some serious engineering that went in here because obviously when the car is moving, It retracts in, the the back door shuts, um, and then when you're parked, I'm sure it allows the mechanism to kind of pull the office out more into nature. The thing that's actually kind of cool, which I actually really like, I just noticed, is you're in this cube, and then behind the laptop, or the monitor rather, there's no background. So you're just looking out at like nature, which I think is actually, a really cool, minimal design that I'm actually kind of into. But all in all, my take is I pass on this. I think it's cool. <laughs> but yeah. I no way that this would be worth the price point for me. And I'm more of a city person anyways. I can't spend too long out in the out in the country.
0: Oh yeah. When you start seeing bears and deer, no, it's time to come home. You imagine um, you're like,
1: you see a bear <laughs> and you got to wait for this thing to retract before you can go into <laughs> and start driving.
0: I, I, man... But, like, we want to know in the chat, is this, is this a pass or a go for you? Because I feel like this would hit somebody, somebody, a particular, this is for a particular audience. This is not for the general individual.
1: Yeah, I mean, I could see somebody, I could definitely see people, um, you know, getting into this. But, um, yeah, I think this is just, like, what happens, you know. People are coming up with new creative solutions to work remote. And this is the newest one that's popped up. There's going to be good ones. There's going to be bad ones. But you know, all in all, you got to give them. A, you got to give them some credit for the creativity here. Yeah. I love how they're giving like, a shout out to the chair. Like that's why you're going to buy this car is because of the desk chair.
0: <laughs> <laughs> People are like, this is not even a consideration. So is the desk built into? Yeah. So the, the desk actual- is
1: built into the actual mechanism that pulls out. And then the chair, I guess, is like a swivel chair. I, I can't tell how it's anchored, but it looks like it's anchored um, somehow in the back. The other thing is it's all a like completely open air. So if yeah. you're going to a cold place or the weather's not great, um, that's also a massive con. Like you kind of have to have good weather in order for this to really work or your monitor is getting wet, so.
0: Yeah. And the I mean. internet, like what? It, that thing better have like six G.
1: <laughs> like,
0: that. are you kidding me? You would be on top of your van, being like, "Where's the Wi-Fi?" With your cute umbrella. I think that's what I you can. spend
1: more time doing is driving around trying to find a Wi-Fi signal. So, um, all right. Well, I think that's enough on the Nissan van. But thumbs up, thumbs down in the chat. Love to hear it. <laughs> I think the majority. The Do you want to move on, Brandon?
0: Yeah, let's roll into the next one. Let's roll into the next one.
1: All right. So. First question for you. Did you own a Zune growing up or were you always on Team Apple?
0: I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, So, when when Zune came out, I didn't have one and I don't think I wanted one because I was just like, I don't know. The concept, you know what? I don't know. I I don't know.
1: I I, I don't think I wanted it. It was weird. I'm with you. I'm. I am totally with you. I was team. I was like, I got CDs. I still have my iPod (laughs) that I got in like 2000, maybe seven or six. It's just got probably insane fire jams from like the early 2000s on it. I still have, I got to plug it in. Like it it still works. Um, The Zoom is a good weapon. What was that?
0: The Zune is a good weapon like if you're in a desperate need and you have you have like that brick We're curious to know in the chat who who remembers the Zune?
1: There's there's got to be some like Gen Z on the chat that like I have no idea what you're talking about So for context Zune was Microsoft's basically version of an mp3 player that was released in 2005 Um, and uh, This article basically goes in and we'll link all these it goes into Uh, This guy named Connor Woods, he collects them. Um, So I'll I'll just give a quick snippet here. Um, He likes collecting them because they come in all different shapes and sizes. Each one can be identified as a telltale black plastic D-pad just below the screen. He owns the entire scope of the, the Zune lineup, which I didn't even know there was multiple versions, but everything from the Zune 4 up to the Zune HD. (laughs) <laughs> and among the microscopic community of people who still adore Microsoft's much de- <laughs> much beloved MP3 player, no collection of dead tech could possibly be more inevitable. Um, so, yeah, my, my initial reaction here is I remember the Zoom. I'll scroll down in case everyone wants screenshots of what these look like. I remember them. I always thought people that had them were just like trying to be different for the sake of being different at the time. We're still talking peak Microsoft. So in my opinion, this was a little bit of a flop in terms of like the potential of, you know, what Microsoft could have come out with in terms of like an MP3 hardware. But at this time, like you have to imagine, like, you know, this came out and then I think people were just blown blown away with like the iPod. Um, and the shuffle yeah. was around the same time. So it was just like they, they entered the market at a super tough time. But I would love to know. Anybody own a Zune? I was a TMI iPod. But I thought this was interesting that there's like a small cohort of people on like Reddit <laughs> that love Zune. <laughs> and they talk about Zune. So I thought this was like just another, you know, recess of the Internet that I wasn't expecting to find.
0: Yeah, we have Diane in the chat. It says, I have and had a SanDisk MP3 player. JT was saying, "I've heard of Zune, but always been Team Apple." I think that's when I got into the Apple landscape when the Shuffle came around. Because I remember, like, the my first big boy purchase was the was the it was a green Apple uh, Shuffle, the, the little square thing, the rectangle yeah, yeah, the thing. The Shuffle
1: didn't have a screen, right? So you had to like no, yeah. So you just had to like basically uh, you left and right. Yeah, you <laughs> next imported, song. Yeah, you imported music, and then it was just the magic of the device to give you the jams.
0: Yeah, that was that was the best thing I clipped that to my shirt. I could roll like a roll out. I really liked that it was small. I didn't need the screen and I didn't listen to that much music. It was just Missy Elliott's all day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Work it. Yeah, that was a that's a great great music video. Um that's hilarious. Yeah, so I think the other takeaway from this is I didn't know there was different versions. I thought it was like such a flop when it first came out that you know they didn't have any market share. It didn't land well. People. All right. I remember it too being like buggy or not working well, or like it was like very, like the actual UX was tough to like import and like remove files from the device. Yeah. So So um, yeah, in case, in case anybody's wondering, you go to Reddit, the subreddit's r/zune. It's got four thousand people plus. <laughs> are called <laughs> zune united oh this is so good but i just thought this was hilarious i can't believe that there's people that collect this but the one thing that i have always appreciated is old nostalgic tech there's always people that will collect like it even if it's a terrible piece of product um, that's it on zune brendan anything you wanted to add here i know you're more of, we already talked team team ipod but
0: I'm for Team iPod. I thought this was just a really interesting find. Actually, what I think is interesting about this topic and really to talk about here today is that there's literally 4,500 people, this is what I found most interesting about this, that are talking about something that is so old and it has traction and it's now on the verge being talked about as news. So, what I think is awesome, and with and the first article, you can really make anything nowadays. Here's an umbrella on top of your RV that you are now in the woods with 6G internet. We can make, like, whatever we want, and if we're passionate about it, we can get traction with whatever that idea is. So, I think that's really awesome and, and comforting for other creatives uh, to kind of, like, think about. Like, we just went through <laughs> literally two ideas that were highly interesting but so odd. yeah. we're here talking about them. So it's just like, you know, if you have the same kind of the same creative energy to create those weird things, it's awesome that we can do that.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's the best part is that there's literally communities for everyone imaginable. So, um, sweet. Do you want to move on to the third topic so we can maybe squeak in the fourth one? That yeah, good? I think
0: we got time. I think we have it. Yeah.
1: Amazing. So I'm sure people listening, watching um, are watched an insane amount of Netflix over the past you know, year plus. Um, but Netflix finally is bringing a feature that everyone I think wants, which is the shuffle feature. It'll officially launch. I've actually seen this live. Um, so we're checking out an article from The Verge. So I'll just give a quick uh, synopsis of this. But the netflix shuffle play feature which the company has spotted testing last year is getting more widespread launch in the first half of 2021 Uh, variety reports the company made the announcement as part of its latest financial results in the testing phase shuffle play has worked by picking content based on your viewing history helping you avoid overwhelmed by netflix's home screen full of content netflix's coo and chief product officer Greg Peters said this feature is designed for users to indicate to us what they wanna skip, browsing entirely with the click of one button and we'll pick the title for them and just play it instantly. During its test of this feature, Netflix has experimented with including shuffle play button on its profile, select screen and uh, play something option in the menu. And this is how it ends up looking. So there's a screenshot from Turner Levinson on Twitter that's embedded um, in this Verge article so you guys can see a look. that It's a simple button that you can click down to that says Shuffle Play. Brendan, what are your thoughts on this? Are you a big Netflix guy? I, you know what?
0: I'm not super big into Netflix, but in the Diane and um, Sean said or Diane said that she's noticed the Shuffle option on her Netflix for a couple weeks. She just haven't, hasn't checked it out yet. I don't know. I think it I'm surprised that they incorporated this late in the game. A lot of the challenges I have with Netflix is I'm so indecisive, man. I get on there and I probably spend an hour looking to pick a show, where to the yeah, point now my partner's like, "Give this me the remote."
1: is literally made for you, then right? So no need to no need to spend time thinking about it. Hit this button, it starts p- giving you a preview of a show, and then you can watch it. You know.
0: Yeah. Another thing, I'm actually really curious your thoughts on this in those in the in the chat. Like, for somebody who kind of gets production a little bit, when I'm watching Netflix and I'm like, why didn't they light like that green screen well enough? Why is there shadow there? So I get stuck in like the production of watching Netflix yeah, series. Yeah, some of the shows are like,
1: better than others, obviously. Some of them I feel like are rushed out the door. Um, yeah.
0: I don't know. One what of the do you th- think? At,
1: uh, yeah, go the, ahead. No, yeah, yeah, sorry. One of the other things I was going to say is that, um, so Netflix allows multiple users, right? So, like, like so mine would be, like, you know, Ryan and my wife's name, Lori, so we'd have our own profiles. So yeah. my, my profile, Ryan, is also used by a lot of my, like, college friends. Like, two of my roommates from college still use my Netflix. Like, also, if you're listening... <laughs> Uh, Brian and Sean stop using my Netflix and so I'm going to kick you off. But anyways. Um, Wait,
0: are they for real? And yeah, they have yeah, an app? still use
1: it. They had an app. They've literally been logged in literally since um, back in you know, 2012. So, but the reason I say that is that, that my Netflix, it's like tailoring content to what I like, but it's also factoring in two other people that are watching stuff that I don't care about or I'm not interested in. So, my shuffle, I tried it the other day because I have this live as well, like um, Diana. And she said, and then basically, like, I was getting all of these random shows that I was, like, not interested in. It was, like, you know, like uh, stuff about, like, you know, crabbing off of Alaska. I was like, this is interesting, but this is not, like, something I'm trying to watch (laughs) right now. So, not for a Friday night. I don't know if it's uh, also, I don't think it's crabbing. I think it's lobster off of Alaska. I don't know. Well, no, I think it's crabbing. Someone needs to confirm. I think the deadliest catch is crap. Alaskan king crap. That's what it is. Okay, cool. I just needed to make sure I was not giving off fake news. But um, the reason I say this is, Brendan, do you remember uh, the website StumbleUpon? I think –
0: is that not around anymore?
1: It might be. I think it's been either acquired or renamed, but – um you remember you used to just click like three topics like tech entertainment sports yeah you hit a button and then it would just give you a random website and then you could upvote it or download it so this is basically just like the 2021 oh
0: no (laughs) all right we're back okay there was a little lag it was just like there was a 2020 all right we're good we got (laughs) to run back that last sentence though
1: Oh no, I said do you do you just remember stumble upon when there you could just pick the different topics and go from there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I mean I remember I think I maybe used it twice and I didn't really understand the power of it. I remember like when it was a thing, people like that's all people would talk about.
1: Yeah, I mean it was kind of cool. It was like the like you know, other than doing like a, you know, search, you could just use that and find like, you know, stuff. It was kind of like a cool earlier version of like I think it was out way before like Pinterest, so you could use it as like inspiration too. So if you did like interior design, you could get more stuff on that. Um, am I lagging, Brendan, or am I good?
0: No, no, you're good. You're good. Right, and cool. even if you are lagging, the recording is going to be smooth. So you're good. <laughs> There's no problem there. Yeah. You guys are here for the real experience of yeah, Design Huddle, okay? This far, is where we
1: all do it. Raw and
0: all raw and uncut, we get to chat with you guys. Sean was saying that, you know, he has, in Germany, he has that sh- that shuffle functionality, and he's not a fan. So
1: Yeah, I could see it going both ways. I think they just realized, like, so if we just take a step back and look at the product and the rationale, chances yeah. are they saw users are spending an insane amount of time on the home screen, to your point, Brendan, just, like, trying to find something that they want to watch. Yeah. So I think naturally it's like uh, Netflix is turning into like a diner, like a diner menu in a small town where there's just like so many pages and you can't figure out what you want to order. It's the same concept. Yes. So by giving people just like a oh minimal God. amount of content saying yes or no, I think they're increasing watch time by doing that. And if you increase watch time, they'll probably be able to like retain more users in the long run. Yeah. That's my quick my quick analysis of why this feature was launched. Um, yeah, that would that would make sense. Random rabbit hole. What's your diner meal of choice?
0: You can't go wrong with burgers, man. You just <laughs> they're on <laughs> they're on air, because exactly what you said is true. Um, and Golden Rose in the chat is saying the exact same thing. I don't want well, she's saying like the reverse argument. She doesn't want Netflix to box her in. I'm like, box me in so I can choose.
1: I know, but that's why it's like the very different types of people. You want people that want to be explored for themselves and they have a shuffle. But I think that's why they have it. You don't have to use it. It's a feature for the people that are indecisive.
0: Yeah, I'm super indecisive. Like I'll be I will judge. I'm like that (laughs) the cover art of Netflix, I'm like, that looks trash. I'm not spending an I'm not, And I'll, like, watch the trailer, or like, a couple minutes in, and I'm like, this looks like ass. Well, like, the trailer's autoplay
1: now, too, so I, I spend so much time watching trailers, being like, hmm, like, let me rate this on a 1 to 10 scale, and I'll check out 10 more, and then I'll see what the... Like, yeah. I just need to just pop something on and Then it's so funny, because I used to just spend 30 minutes trying to find a show, and then just put The Office on, but... Yeah. ...of late, the... Uh, <laughs> the Office is off of Netflix now So I now I have to figure Wait, out Wait, where is it going? It uh, NBC launched uh, Peacock uh, Which is their oh streaming God. service So now you have to have Peacock In order to watch The Office So big hit to all the Office fans out there um, But Yeah, I mean I just thought this was interesting I, I'm a huge Netflix user So I saw this live recently And I was kind of something that I was like That would be cool to have but uh, yeah. I could totally see both sides of this. So next time you're on, Brendan, look for it, tell me what you think of it. And I'd love to see, um, yeah, I see, people for in sure. the cha- I see people in the chat, mentioning Peacock from NBC. N- I have not tried it. I haven't heard anything about it. I'd love to see if anybody's actually enjoyed that streaming service, because there's so many out there these days.
0: Yeah, guys, let us know in the chat, like, w- what streaming services, because this is now like a thing you have, and it's actually been a very interesting conversation where you have Netflix seems to have. Oh, I was reading something, maybe it was something that you sent me, Ryan, where, um, what's it called? I actually didn't know about Peacock. I don't know how that got, brand, how they, I really yeah, want to so look Peacock up the branding for Peacock.
1: By, <laughs> I think it's M- NBC's owned by Comcast, so Comcast yeah. owns Xfinity. I think somebody in the chat, yeah, Golden Rose, was yeah, Golden. That uh yeah, if you have Xfinity you get Peacock for free. I think the issue is is that there's a lot of cable cutters so they basically are just living on, you know, Hulu, Netflix, Amazon Prime or Prime Video and yeah. uh I guess now Peacock. So this is like where the world's going. Disney Plus is obviously another big one that's come up in the last couple of years. So
0: yeah. yeah. I really like Disney Plus. I thought I would hate it. But I think I like Disney Plus because I know what to expect. I'm like, I know my Disney movies. <laughs> I can sing along to them and everything. Yeah, um, I think I
1: mean Disney Plus, I think the breakdown of then the Pixar category, I just like I'm obsessed with Pixar movies, especially now that my, yeah. my son's almost two. Like we watch we crush Pixar movies and I'm just like loving them more than ever. So
0: Yeah. And I like I don't know. Like, have you studied the market share for, like, the difference? I haven't. And this is the reason I'm asking because I'm sure, I'm like, my man goes deep into Bitcoin. He must go deep (laughs) into these other things. Uh, Have you looked into the market share of, like, Netflix, Disney? Uh, I didn't even know Peacock was a thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know what the breakdown is. I know that Netflix was uh, first to market, so they have a huge market share. So everyone's kind of chasing Netflix. And for yeah. a long time, um, Netflix was operating at a loss cause they have to produce all these shows. So it became very, very expensive. And that's why if you've been on a Netflix user early on, you've yeah. seen, the you've seen the price slowly creep up, you know, every couple of months. Like I think I forgot what it is now. I think it's like almost yeah. 15 bucks a month, depending on how many users you allow. But, um, I know that I would say the if I had to guess, I would say the largest market share would be Netflix, and then probably I would say Hulu, and then Prime Video. Maybe I'm not sure though. I'm sure we can get a pie chart of that.
0: Yeah, probably... I'm trying to find
1: the pie chart right now. Let's yeah. See, but if you had, I mean, do you use multiple? Like, how would you? What would you rank as your favorites? Uh, you know what? I'm not
0: gonna lie. I love. Because I'm so indecisive, and in my mind, I know I'm indecisive because I'm looking for a specific thing. Yeah. And so YouTube actually is my favorite platform of all because I literally can type something in and not know what the result is going to be. I just know that I'm interested in what I'm typing in. And there could be, like, actual results for the thing that I randomly typed in. I'm like, ooh, I can learn now. Whereas Netflix, I'm just like predetermined, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I would you know say I
1: my, mean? by consumption time, um, YouTube one, Netflix two, and then third would be close between, uh, prime video and Disney plus. But the, I mean, yeah. they're all, that's, I think that's like part of it is that these subscription models aren't going anywhere. So I don't know. It's nice that we have this much content. I like can't imagine going back to the cable days of scrolling through the guide or waiting mm-hmm. a specific time to watch a show. But, um, I can't. Yeah, I definitely. It's crazy. Can. Yeah, so um, just one other screenshot on, on uh, page right now is there's a play something button. So I like how descriptive the... <laughs> oh,
0: play, play anything. That's, that's literally good. what that is. Play they something. literally just make
1: it like a panic button. Like you can just hit like a red button where it's just like give me something. So um, I thought that was also funny because it's like a nice like you know, just play something. Give me something and just start streaming it. But um, yeah, so that's the third topic. Maybe we touch quickly on CES and look at the tweet of the day.
0: Yeah, let's do it. If you got time, I got time. While you're pulling those things up, I'm gonna go over to the chat. Golden Rose is saying I have Hulu free through my cell service. I think Golden has like all the services. Hold on, it
1: sounds like Golden's got the hookup.
0: I think so. You trying to give us uh, your logins, Golden, so we can, you know, we, we, just, you know, just a a freemium, just check it out. Sean in the chat says YouTube eighty-eight percent is. Are these your particular uh, thing, Sean? Would love to know because in the in the market share, I'm not even sure if this is correct. I just pulled. I literally went to Google Images, slapped the Google Image tab, and was like, "What are uh, market share?" for Netflix 2020. Oh, I guess,
1: like I never really think, yeah, I guess like YouTube, I kind of always forgot to include there, but that would make sense. Um, yeah. Uh, the math doesn't add up to a hundred percent though, so. <laughs>
0: My man was like, where's the other percent? No, I think there's just um, probably,
1: uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll follow up with what the actual breakdown is. Um, cool. So let's just quickly hit on some CES stuff. These are like products that came out um, this year. Some of the best ones that have come up. Um, so let's quickly talk about best laptop. Um, so the one that, is, again, this is coming from the Chicago Tribune, not necessarily known as like the tech, you know, <laughs> a tech company or a tech review company but I thought this was interesting and the article was very popular for whatever reason. But um so best laptop was the hp elite dragon max um hp bulked up its elite dragonfly laptop with better camera improved sound quality enhanced security Um, it's perfect for anyone working on projects spreadsheets taking video calls or anyone that's on their computer 24 7. this is basically just a workhorse laptop um it is sounds very impressive from what i've seen the other thing that hp's done a really good job of is rolling out more enhanced security Um, so that's another thing that came up for anybody no. that has kids or they're working on, um, you know, helping learning, kids learn from home, the Acer 14-inch Chromebook, um, Chromebooks always tend to be you know, a really good price point. But it has really good performance. It's got an aluminum, uh, sandblasted aluminum body, super durable, and its uh, price is at $500. So I think that's good for you know, more of a uh, kid, young, teen laptop. That's probably the best bet. Um, Brandon, have you heard of any of these so far? Because if not, I'm just going to read these off and then we can react to it.
0: I haven't. The only one that I've, 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 I think it's more so a company that I'm really interested in right now. I think it was the first one that you mentioned with the Dragonfly, is that the...
1: Yeah, the, well, Elite, so HP Elite, Dragonfly oh, it's Max. HP Dragonfly, I think is the,
0: uh... That's another company. That's that chip company.
1: Yeah, they do, like, yeah, like computer chips and phone chips Whatnot. so and
0: that, yeah um
1: all right cool so let's skip the, the boring stuff best affordable phone was the motorola <laughs> moto g play best home learning tablet was the lenovo tablet p11 so let's get into the cool stuff best robotic vacuum the category everyone's been waiting on and this was a surprise to me so i am a huge samsung fan in terms of like televisions i like love my samsung tv i'm like very very yeah. loyal when it comes to samsung uh or TVs, um, so the fact that they got into vacuums, I'm immediately interested. I will say, I did. Make <laughs> oh man, bought, no, no, no! I owned a Roomba. I owned a Roomba. I'm just gonna come out and say it, and it was probably a big waste of money, but I did own a Roomba. I think I. Still All right, but how effective
0: is the Roomba? We have to we have to dive in now because we've <laughs> crossed the segment of now where it's just like, yo, hottest phones, hottest laptops. I know. Now we're in the territory of like, yo watch my watch my smart vacuum it's,
1: it's do this like, work uh, though it's probably like a six out of ten in terms of like ability to like uh, clean but the issue is is that i still don't think it cleaned the whole room so if it's like a 10 by 10 room it takes time and i still feel like it misses spots so that's my concern, is that I don't buy that it can... Watch your profanity. ...10 by 10 radius, like, or radius, the 10 by 10 area completely. So, yeah, I don't know. I think, I mean, this is, I probably got this six, six years ago. So it was like when this was like a thing of the past. And the prices have dropped on these dramatically. But yeah, I love that Samsung is coming up. So it's called the Samsung Jetbox Jetbot 90 AI Robot. This robotic vacuum takes easy thorough, and fully automated floor cleaning to the next level. Um, let me click on the. Let me see if we can get a quick image of this so you, people can see what it looks like.
0: I'm like, your profanity. Oh guys, what do you guys think? Do you Have you guys ever owned in the chat? Uh,
1: I can't see photos of it, which is kind of insane that they don't have it. Um, it's like a press release with no photos. I don't get it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 Okay.
0: They were just like, no. Yeah, this is another this question.
1: Today. I know people in chat are going to be like, what's the price point? They don't have that listed here. That's the only thing that I don't This like. is an
0: SEO piece, guys. They, they.
1: Yeah, but I think I think it is. I think they're doing a lot of that. But uh, the more I'm reading this, <laughs> the more that. <they're>... But... Um, <laughs> So the thing that's interesting <laughs> is if you listen last week, Brendan and I talked about the Razer N95 mask, and that was actually voted the best concept of CES uh, based from this group. Um, I think it's just be pop up that
0: <laughs> No, this has been like ninety nine cents for eight weeks.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. So if you haven't checked out that episode, go check that out. It's actually really cool. Um, it's like a cyberpunk N95 mask that's fully tricked out with filters and lights so yeah that's pretty much it Um tweet of the day I don't think I think we're, we'll get into next week but I just wanted to wrap and check everybody else Brendan anybody in the comments have anything else that we wanted to hit on
0: Golden says I've just very much appreciated my HP laptop it's been serving me very well
1: yeah people um, say HP laptops are just good reliable workhorse laptop. So that's good to
0: know. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's it, guys. And if you guys at, at all in the chat, you're like, what's going on? This is your first time here. You're like, all right, we on Adobe Live. This is, you know, I'm seeing two new individuals. This person seems to be not on this planet. And then you have a lot of questions, basically, is what I'm <laughs> saying. <laughs> if you guys are new, my name is Brandon Gross. I'm a designer and content creator for different Adobe platforms but also what we're doing here i'm here with ryan ryan uh just give you like a
1: little (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) uh, i've I've worked with brendan on like you know quite a few things we launched design huddle last year really as a hobby something that we always love doing talking about tech design and we also get into you know helping people with like their career growth and like navigating like how to be more productive with your career So that's like what I do in my free time. Um, I work at Google in their BD division um, right now. And then I've, you know, I've done quite a few UX um, uh, jobs throughout my career. So I'm currently based in, you know, Philadelphia, but uh, it's awesome to see this audience grow. Like every week we we see more and more people joining. It's more of like a, you know, grassroots podcast, but we'd love to get your guys' feedback. We think this is always um, a community. So we'd love to hear what you think. How can we make it better? Um, whether you're listening, watching, we obviously super, really, really appreciate all the love.
0: Indubitably. And guys, I just want to second that because uh, we have to we have to end here. But if you guys are new or if you're at all interested, like Ryan mentioned, you're interested in design mentorship, learning about tech trends, what's going on in the world, or you're just looking for us to talk about people and or brands, and how they're trying to make people go out into wilderness and somehow do work in these beautiful bands <laughs> uh, where we have a lot of questions. Basically, if you like yes. to learn stuff, be in a community with a whole bunch of people striving to get 1% better each day, and also learning what's happening in the news, come join us, our podcast and our Discord is down in the description down below. Come join us and give us a listen. So uh, that's all I have for today. I really just want to say thank you guys for joining. We're You know, what, just to give you guys context, if you have been here before, we're doing some changes in terms of having our podcast early morning on Friday, then jumping into some design stuff later in the afternoon. Um, And so with that said, guys, don't forget to like this video, whether you're on YouTube or Behance, and don't forget to give us a follow so you get notifications when we go live. That's all I have to say. So Ryan, is there anything you would like to close out for us today?
1: No, have an awesome weekend, um, and we'll catch you guys on the next episode. All
0: right, cool. All right, Ryan, I will see you on the next one. I'm going to call back into our Game Changers office. All right, man, take it easy. I'll see you soon. See you guys.
1: Design Huddle is a podcast that is hosted by Ryan Warner and Brendan Gross. The opinions stated here are our own and not those of our company. Thank you for tuning in and please feel free to share this episode.